Hi, Faggot. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. This is so wonderful. It's so nice to talk to you. Hi from Texas. Hi from fucking Toronto. How's Texas? Oh, it's fucking warm as shit. I don't know how you're doing, shivering in your little boobies. Yeah, I'm shivering in my boobies. Uh, Where in Texas are you? I'm in Austin, Queer Oasis Central. Ooh, Queer Oasis. Queer Oasis. (laughs) As they call it down there, I've heard. I'm here with my very good friends, Matt and Derek, too. Say hi. Hi, Matt and Derek. How's it going, guys? Good. A bit hungover, because, you know, if if Tom ever comes to visit you, it's like a bender. (laughs) And, uh... If we get, maybe we'll post a picture um, of all of the bottles that we've drank in three nights. Oh, please do. I don't know if it would fit in one frame, though, probably. Yeah, that's why there's like 16. Listen, I like hitting that town. I like hitting it hard. Yeah, I can't blame you. Hitting the town, like groping random people. No, I was not bars. groping random people. This oh. interview broker. <laughs> Contact is publicist put you in a straight jacket just take you to the bar so you don't just grab random people walking by that's enough you're cut um, Tom would never touch anything with the word straight in it who are we getting <laughs> hi everyone and thanks for listening to our international phone call our first international episode of do you queer what I queer welcome listeners thanks for tuning in welcome welcome um, that's Elliot and that's Tom and we are Dickwick. And we want to invite you guys just to be queer and fucking chatty and maybe a bit angry with us. Yeah, sure. I'm all those things. Always. All the time. What's your What's your color, my love? Ooh, um, am I allowed to have two? I have two of them. One of them is like... You're allowed to have whatever the fuck you want. That's so queer of you. One of them is like bright purple because it's my best friend's birthday and it's um, a funeral beach theme tonight. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm pretty excited about that. That's pretty fucking weird and queer. Yeah. And then the other one's just like a bit gray because a lot has fucking happened in this last week in the world. Off, You know, it's like double. It's like an offset to the excitement. Can't always be excited. Yeah. What color are um, you? Yeah, I'm fucking like um, bright red. Okay. But like usually red is anger, but now, it, but it's also something else i don't know what it is it's like color power or something Ooh. and also the color of my fucking face <laughs> <laughs> from drinking 600 bottles <laughs> i'm picturing like um, a cherry i'm i'm ha- thank you for addressing everything that's going on in the world i don't want us to be off the hook for that yeah um and i just like ask the listeners to um forgive i guess this one time that i'm sort of traveling all over and Yes, like they can, you can... Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, we're not going to not talk about it. It's our duty to talk about it. But um, this week is like a more casual chat. Yeah. I do need to quickly interrupt uh, for all you Texans. Um, I know that America's been going through a lot, but Canada has had its shame this week. And I'm just going to say this to incite hopefully some activism in our listeners. I'm not sure if anyone heard, but Tina Fontaine was a 15-year-old Indigenous uh, woman, girl, really, I guess, from Manitoba, who was murdered, and Raymond Cormier was just found not guilty by a jury. And so if you all want to go ahead and email Federal Justice Minister uh, Jody Wilson-Raybould and also Manitoba's uh, Attorney General Heather Stephenson at dmjus at leg.gov.mb.ca 
hopefully we can just fucking keep shouting out and just letting them know that as settlers and as allies, we will not stand for this. We all need to be in action. We'll make a post about that. We'll keep talking, but sorry to derail a bit. No, no, no. That's perfect. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for thank you for mentioning that. No problem. It, that, that's not the last of it. I just you're right. We need to. This is like a different vibe this week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fucking tell me about your trip. Oh fuck! It's fabulous. It's like Austin is is like nowhere I've ever been before. Is this your first time? Uh, it is my first time. Ooh. Texas is like really big and scary in my brain, but um, <laughs> it's really not. It's really, the people here are also friendly and um, progressive. Nice. Most people. I saw um, a bumper sticker that said Trump and Pence yesterday, and I had like a visceral anger reaction. <laughs> and I like told Derek to drive into the car, but I hey, still think it would have been worth it. Derek, what happened? Um, I almost did, but then I realized that I don't work currently, so we would be able to pay for the insurance, and it would look really bad. That's what stopped you. So, but we took down his license plate, and we will find him. Ooh, I like it. Vigilante style. Yeah. Yeah, we do what we can. Fuck yeah. So, uh, Derek and Matt, what are your colors today? How are you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling a bit great, too. Um, Why is that? One, I think, you know, similar to Elliot, uh, just, like, events that have been going on have really impacted me. Um, and then also being hungover. Right. <laughs> was pretty brutal. Um, but I'm also, I have two colors. I'm also a bright pink, because I yeah. am super Yay. excited for our flag football league that is starting. Oh, yeah. Ooh, so um, exciting. Yeah. Just uh, um, some context to that. Derek and Matt are starting a gay flag football league here in Austin. And um, it's really cool. I'm going to drop parties tomorrow and I'm going to go and, like, be really chatty and slutty. Wait, you guys are, like, starting, starting it? Like, ground up? Yeah, so there's been a travel team that goes to, like, Gable and Pride Bowl, which are, like, big tournaments um, in Chicago and I think it's in Denver this year. Um, and then every big city has a local league as well, but Austin didn't have that until this, this season, so. Wow, that's so amazing. I, yeah. Good for you guys. Yeah, no, it's it's very exciting i think like i obviously met tom through a um gay sports league in toronto and like obviously that blossomed into a great friendship and um i also it also led me to <laughs> play in a gay football league which then in turn i met matt through that which is just a, a whole long story which we'll probably get into in a little bit Hopefully. but <laughs> um i would say my color is I, I guess it's pink as well. That's what it was in my mind. I think because um, pink, like your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of you know my asshole looks like. <laughs> it's way too hairy to see it. Oh boy. <laughs> we went there already. <laughs> Jesse, fly down to Texas. <laughs> oh, We're all shit. still drunk. Um, I think just because, like, I'm so, so like Tom's are like our first visitor. Um, like my first visitor, especially from like Canada of my friends or family to come down. Um, and, uh, that's super exciting. Cause like, I'm excited to like show them around Austin, even though I've only been here for like three and a half months, but, um, I think it's such an interesting city, um, in comparison to a lot of other cities that I've been to in the U S, um, and, in, in, in great ways. 
Nice. So, yeah. And, like, the, the, the flag football league is, is obviously really exciting, too. So, so exciting. Can't wait to hear. Get to meet a lot of new people and develop some friendships as well. So Just make sure no one knows that you're connected to Tom, because then you will not be friends with anyone after. <laughs> Excuse me. If anyone is more hated than me, it's Derek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Derek's a married I, man I, now. I've been Toronto for a while. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. Chatty and Slutty Tom. Yeah, hi. So, um... Derek and Matt, thanks for joining us today. And just, um, we ask all of our guests this, so we want to ask you also, um, what does the word queer mean to you? Um, you know, I'll be honest, I, I don't think I use the word queer very much in my vocabulary at all until I really listened, started to listen to your podcast. And I'll be like straight up honest. Um, <sighs> but um, yeah, but I think... Um, listening to you guys and listening to all your guests, like it's it's opened my eyes a lot and things that I like had no idea about. Um, but I think it, it to me it means like it's like a sense of community um, because I think we see it in Toronto and like at the bar last night we had a conversation with someone that lives in Austin on how certain areas can be like, very like white dominated like white queer dominated and I think queer kind of brings us all together um and I, and I think I, I definitely see it in the league that like we're starting tomorrow as well like there is we have I don't know probably 10 or 12 straight allies out of 67 um that like love being there because they love being a part of that community and love being around everybody that's a part of it that's um, amazing. So, and like, and, and for instance, just like a little like side note, but uh, one of the um, straight allies in the league is having a birthday party at the end of March or whatever. And he, uh, he's obviously friends with so many uh, people in the queer community. He straight up posted on his Facebook um, a party event that if you do not feel comfortable being around queer people that will kiss and do whatever, get blowjobs on the dance floor, like (laughs) don't show up. And I think that like shows that he cares so much about it that it's just like that sense of community, I guess. Yes. Allyship. Take notes, allies. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. I love that. I love that. So he's definitely like definitely speaking to Tom about the blowing on the dance floor. Excuse everyone. Well, right now. Tom did disappear last night for like forty minutes. That's too long, honey. He was at just the bar, out. and I was like, "Matt, where did Tom go?" And, and Matt was like, "I have no idea." And I was like, "Well, listen, I was living my life." <laughs> Frolicking and faggotry. Well, show you the basement at the bar. Sounds ominous. Wait, he was in the basement. Oh, I don't know where he was. He hasn't told us yet. Did you check the uh, pizza parlors nearby in the bathroom? <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> Sadly, they're, 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 most of them are uh, food trucks. So oh, shit. There's no bathrooms for him to get blown it's in. It's my at- pleasure to <laughs> interrupt this conversation <laughs> to, uh, to turn and ask Matt what um, the word queer means to him. Um, I mean, I kind of on this same page with Derek it's that common thread you know with all the different quote-unquote segments of the LGBT community Mm -hmm. um and I do think it's 
I feel like it's easy for us to kind of segment ourselves um, within the larger community between um, gays, lesbians, white gays, black gays, etc. Um, and I think I'm, I wish we used the term queer more often because of that, because it is that kind of common thread that um, that kind of really conveys that sense of community uh, that I feel like we miss out on a lot just because of the ways that we tend to segment ourselves. Um, so yeah, it's kind of how I see it. I love cool. it. Yeah, that's excellent. I really want to know. Uh, oh, go ahead, Tom. No, no, go ahead. I just really want to know more about Austin, and like, I want like kind of a dual perspective from Toronto to Austin. Um, yeah, like it's it's hard because um, like Toronto, I love Toronto. Um, there's many positives about the city of Toronto. But like I said before, like you guys have opened my eyes to things within the Toronto community that um, aren't necessarily positives that like I probably didn't see. Like I, I, I saw them, I guess, but I didn't um, think about them as much. Um, but I think like Toronto is a great city. Like, and, and I will, I probably won't ever say a bad thing about it unless I don't know something like Trump's the mayor there or something like that. Um, like, but, um, Austin is, Austin is great. I like Austin's motto is to keep it weird. Wow. Um, and like, you see it everywhere. Like, um, Tom and I walked up this like, cu- like cool trendy street and like every store has like all these like unique, um, gags or gifts or like stuff that just like shows how different Austin is from, um, even like Dallas, like I've been to Dallas a few times and it, it definitely has, um, like Dallas to me is like suburban, like housewifey, but like Austin is like, everyone's really friendly. It's more of a, it's, it's like the city is a community. I feel like it's, it's a young, it seems like a young crowd. Like I've only been here not very long, so it's hard for me to convey, but like Matt's went to school here and, so you can probably talk a little bit more about Austin in terms of that. Yeah, I mean, I just in terms like compared to the larger state of Texas, it is like a blue island and a big red sea. And I know people say that a lot, but it is interesting in that it is a liberal oasis. To Tom's point, um, which is great. Uh, but that being said, there is that that kind of conservatism still permeates a lot of Austin, and it's kind of this like tension between you know very progressive and liberal versus um, a bit more Trump supporting i guess uh, but it's it's funny because outside of austin people are very like vocal about their conservatism and gun gun rights and um anti-lgbt etc and then within austin you see that like the kind of more liberal crowd overpowers that that uh i guess silent majority not silent majority but like people that are very um conservative in nature mm-hmm. uh, so my question is um how do you excuse the phrase arm yourself to deal with like living in knowing that you're surrounded by so much conservatism I know it would like it does freak me out in Toronto so I can't imagine like I worry being in Austin and I realize this is a like a skewed Canadian perspective but I worry about going into spaces and and if it's a space, safe space for me or not and what I what I'm allowed to say and what I'm not allowed to say or not allowed sorry what what could you know spark up tension and what shouldn't and what couldn't but yeah 
I don't know. It's like, do you ever find yourself at like a party or something like that? That I guess values are different. And from what I've experienced in Austin, I feel like we we surround ourselves with like-minded people. I guess that's just the natural thing. Like Matt works at Facebook. It's a very very progressive tech company. Like like everywhere you look in the office, there is like activism on the walls um, about pride and uh, trans rights and stuff. So, but saying that, like Matt and I have talked about this before, there's certain areas of Austin that like at two in the morning, we probably wouldn't be holding hands walking down the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's one stretch of bars that is very touristy. A lot of people come into Austin to go to these bars and I, I don't think I'd feel comfortable holding hands walking down that street because some drunk guy, like, from Killeen, Texas, I don't even know where that is, but I know it's, like, <laughs> in the middle of nowhere, um, it doesn't have the same views and wants to act on it. Like, And I, there's probably people like that in Toronto, too. But this is, I guess, like, a new place for me, so... Mm-hmm. And, and for the most part, I, I've always felt comfortable in Toronto, wherever I was, to be honest. Um, but like, all, as you guys talk about, that's kind of my privilege too. Like I, I can pass, like I, a lot of people think I'm straight when they first meet me because that's just who I am. Mm-hmm. It's just so ugly. Yeah. Oh like this gross beard right now. <laughs> I don't even know what to do with it. Um, can I, can I ask you, uh, you're, you're free to yeah, not answer this. Sorry. Right. Have you guys ever experienced any blatant homophobia in Austin? Honestly, no, I haven't. But I, I think that's, you know, I surround myself with the right people pretty frequently. Um, but to Derek's point, like, there have been times where I just don't feel comfortable holding his hand walking down the street, which is sad, but it's just, mm-hmm. you never know. Because there is that kind of silent, conservative community, you never know, like, who's going to um, shoot you. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, to the next point, can we talk about, like, what's the carrying license there? Like, are you always nervous about getting shot? Um, I, I wouldn't say in Austin, I, I, I wouldn't worry about that because like, well, like we talked about, it's a very liberal, I would say, I don't know what the ratio would be in Austin, but especially like, I feel like the downtown core is a very young, seems like a very young population. Mm. Like it's, it does, they don't, I guess, I don't know. I noticed a lot of like bars and buildings have, have, have a sign outside that says, no guns allowed or whatever so i don't know if that particularly would stop someone right a gun. but like yeah. it's interesting that that's at least uh you know yeah but like do, uh, like do their bouncers at the front like pat them down to see if they have a gun like we got we got patted down last night before we went into um one of the the queer bars in austin but the other ones we didn't yeah so it's like yeah there could be a sign but like yeah right the gun could be small enough to hide like i don't know it's is it something that you guys think about or worry about i think it's more of a an american just being an american and living in the, the states it's a worry more broadly versus like being in texas specifically right um just because of like all the mass shootings obviously that haven't necessarily taken place in texas but mm-hmm. elsewhere um so i think that's just like being in the states period is concerning um when it comes to to guns and gun ownership is it yeah, like, I, I, I guess I haven't seen any 
I've never, I haven't seen anybody like just walking around the street, like, like I saw a regular person with a gun on their head. Right. Yet. Like I'm sure that will happen at some point, but I, I haven't, I can't say that I've seen that yet. Is it a concealed carry license there? Do you guys know? I, I to be honest, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. That was just my like idea. Like I feel like that would be something that Texans would be cool with. Um, but I guess that's a corrections corner for next week. And we're yeah, we're I, obviously I like that, we're obviously like, dancing around um, the topic of the the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas high school shooting, um, and I mean like everyone always kind of comes to us for being downers, but I think that you guys are in the states at a really important time. Yeah, like I guess I have an interest an interesting perspective because like I have a teaching degree that I potentially want to pursue in Texas, but there's a lot that like goes through my mind where like they like they're talking about arming teachers and all of this nonsense obviously mm-hmm. um but like it, it makes me nervous it, i don't know if it makes me um <laughs> I, it, I don't know if it makes me want to step in a classroom and feel like 100 percent safe and i and i probably would if i went um yeah but it's just it it could be always in the back of your mind and and then if they give teachers guns i i i don't think that's i definitely don't think that's the solution mm-hmm. um but like i even if i had the option of having a gun in my classroom if i was a teacher i would never have one yeah yeah because like if a, if a if a kid knew that and they went they wanted to find it. You never know. Like you just, there's so many ways that it could go wrong that it just doesn't make any sense to me. What's super infuriating is that whenever these things happen, these mass shootings, I mean, obviously the U S is already pretty polarized. Um, and it just people, when the shooting happens, the conservative ways to, okay, let's get more guns and arm ourselves. Whereas obviously the other side's like, that's obviously not the solution, Mm -hmm. but there's never like a come together moment when these things happen because we are already so polarized and we're so stuck in our ways um, that there's it's infuriating that nothing's being done. Um, yeah, definitely. Elliot, do you know the name of that student, that queer student in yeah, Florida that's yeah. sort of uh, speaking up? So her name is Emma Gonzalez. Uh, you can find her at Twitter at Emma for Change. Uh, she's fucking amazing. Like she's she was the head of the Gay Straight Alliance. Um, she's just like a queer powerhouse of activism. Like I've been paying so much attention to that movement right now that like, I'm, I guess, overly optimistic, but like you, like you said, Matt, like it's so polarizing. Like how can we ever, you know, trust that this is going to, to take action when it's all just, like, we're listening to ourselves. Like we all, right. we all already know <laughs> that the fucking second amendment is bullshit. This is, um, obviously unlike me, but. I don't know. I have this optimistic feeling that something is different about this time. I hope. I, I have hope for it because, like, you know, the kids are our future and they're fucking pissed. Yeah. And they're yeah. organizing this march. And I don't know. It's it's a new voice. Like, we've never given our youth a voice, right? Right. And so now they have one. And I'm really excited about it because it's a powerful one and it's a smart one. Oh, yeah, that makes me... Yeah, when you put it like that, it's fucking so beautiful. And because now of social media, like, now their voice is relevant because it's just out there. 
Yeah. They have platforms that, you know, youth now have platforms that they never had before. And they're, this, this could be very useful. Mm -hmm. And with international solidarity too, like it's unheard of. Yeah. All fucking eyes are on you states, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really want to, sorry, last like boring Elliot thing. Um, but I was just trying to like do some background before I chatted with you guys. And I found this article uh, by Lou Weaver, who's a transgender programs coordinator for Equality Texas. And uh, they were talking about how to vote while being trans and how to make sure your vote is counted because the early voting for the primaries ends on March 6th and the election day is on March, or sorry, early voting ends March 2nd, election is on March 6th. And so this person says, make sure you go to vote like the early voting, know your options for your ID, vote by mail if you can and go on a group because there's strength in numbers because apparently that's a, an issue in the states when you're trying to vote as a trans person that's so fascinating thank yeah. you please don't ever say that this stuff is boring either no sorry boring's not the right word just like downer like we're like we're a comedy podcast and i'm like here's like <laughs> terrible things that are happening all the time you know <laughs> um well in the name of comedy uh, we're going to later today. We're thanks to Elliot. He informed us of this, but we're going to a queer dance protest on Capitol Hill here in Austin, and it's to mark what the end of the primaries. Is that right, Derek? Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm so jealous. So we're super <laughs> excited about that. I've already seen a sign that said "Prolapse Trump." And, Fuck like, off! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> he already looks so, like a prolapse. Stay tuned for update. Maybe I'll um, Instagram story some dick work for y'all. Oh, no, wait, that one works. Cut that. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I need photos anyway. Just fucking yeah. document the shit out of this. Yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. Are you guys headed there right after we record? No, it's at five, so it's in a few hours, so. Yeah, how weird is it that it's daylight and we're sober? Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's like seeping out of us all right now. I can smell seats. it from here. It's just falling out of us. <laughs> oh, um, shit. I, I have another question. I don't mean to Shanghai either of you with this, but I, we say it every time, but Elliot and I try to stay away from the phrase coming out because we have to realize that we're all continually coming out. We're all becoming queer by the day um what was it like being being a gay youth in texas it was rough i had a so i grew up um catholic uh and my family was very religious my dad was super um not a non-denominational christian but very into it um so i was always <laughs> like brought up in that community and um a lot of my dad's family is from, like, bumfuck nowhere, Texas. So, like, that very, like, conservative, quote-unquote, like, cowboy, like, kind of culture was always around me. Um, so it wasn't a very uh, LGBT-friendly, like, environment to, to uh, be brought up in. Um, and upon coming to UT Austin, I uh, ended up, like, joining this, like, very religious uh, student organization really yeah it was uh it was called the wesley um but it was i was in a fraternity long story short in a fraternity got a pi um and ended up like feeling i was at my lowest of lows and ended up joining this religious organization um and actually came out to this group 
as like this, like I had been dealing with this struggle for a long time in terms of being gay um, and tried to quote unquote pray away the gay for a long while. Um, And so my mom uh, eventually was like, I had already come out to her prior um, and let her know that I was like struggling with this. Um, And she was great. And she saw that I was struggling with that and that I was trying to change myself. And she eventually was like, stop doing that um, and just start embracing it. Uh, which is huge for your mom That's to say so all people, right? Um, and f- that was what my senior year of college, and then moving to New York. Obviously, that was a great way to come out. Um, I had never had any sort of community, um, and going to New York, I joined their gay flag football league um, and really uh, embraced it. And you know, spent every other weekend in Fire Island, and was really just like finally being my true self. Um, so to have that like dramatic shift was um, interesting, but very much needed. Um, That's so fascinating. It's you... almost like you guys, you need a whole different life shift to right. give yourself the permission to do that. Absolutely. Can you explain what Fire Island is to our listeners? <laughs> this gay Mecca. He uh, doesn't know. He's never been <laughs> conscious there. Right? <laughs> or clothed. <laughs> um, this gay Mecca, like two hours outside of New York City. It's just like Long Island um, where all the gays kind of congregate. Um, yeah. Congregate. Congregate. That's amazing. I want to know about you guys meeting and how that happened. Um, yeah, so uh, Matt kind of mentioned it before. Um, there's a huge um, gay flag football tournament called Gay Bowl. Um, and I played for the Toronto... Um, gay Flag Football League uh, and Matt played for the New York Gay Flag Football team throughout the leagues they pool together players to make these travel teams um, and we both happened to go to the Gay Bowl in Washington D.C. Uh, two years ago? Two years ago yeah. and yeah we um, well we first talked on Grinder. Well, I'll be honest. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, we first spoke on Grindr. I thought you grinder. recognized his tight end on the field. <laughs> um, yeah, like I think his grinder thing was like power bottom, oh like 12 or something. Stop. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, like not, I'm not bottom shaming whatsoever, but <laughs> um, no. So we did speak, uh, I think, on the Friday night of the tournament um, briefly. Um, before we and we realized we were playing against each other the following day in the morning so we were like oh I guess we'll, I'll see you on the field bye you know and then um, and I was like oh I'll come over and say hi in warm ups but I, like I didn't I was like terrified I don't know why yeah. I, well I wasn't terrified to care. terrified Derek I know well I was sober and it was in the morning <laughs> that is terrifying um, and uh, yeah then we played against each other they won, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, then we ended up hanging out that night at the bar, and then we hung out the whole next day. Yeah, we were like vacation boyfriends. And then they got married. And then we married. married. No, we did long distance. We did long distance for about a year. Uh, and then, wow. like, six months into our, like, dating, or being together, we were, like, kind of looking into certain ways that like we could eventually be together in the same city or the same country um and we uh there was two different options uh one was for one of us to move either to either country and then we get married and then go through a visa process 
Uh, but we did it a different way where we applied for a visa, K-1 visa, and uh, it's like the show 90 Day Fiancé, if you've seen that or heard of that. That's exactly what it was. Um, so, yeah, we applied for that, and then I moved here, and then we had to get married within 90 days. So we had a little courthouse um, yeah. wedding. Wow. Um, and our, our justice of the peace was great. He was super sweet. We'll eventually have, like, a more, like, formal ceremony with like our friends and family um, yeah was the immigration process like a headache for you like paperwork financially oh, it's a lot of paperwork um it's kind of meticulous um i just i had a friend go through it uh, a year and a half prior um to us starting to go through it so he was very helpful in the fact that he kind of walked me through the ins and outs of it um but it's very meticulous you have to have proof and all these other things, um, proof. Like we had to like take pic- like we had pictures of like when, when I was in New York visiting. Oh, I think we took pictures. And then, um, yeah, like if there was no social media or like camera phones, like what like yeah. what we have done. Yeah. But, Very um, yeah. So we, uh, yeah, and then it was. It wasn't. It wasn't a difficult process. I would say it's just a lot of waiting. Yeah. Like you send it in, you wait six months. And then they're like, okay, go to an interview in Montreal. And I'm like, okay, like, cool. <laughs> I go there. I was, the interview was like two seconds long. And then they're like, okay, you're approved. Yeah. Then I moved. But now he's, he's moved here and he has to apply for another uh, work permit. I think. So he can't hmm. work for another six months. Yeah, work permit. and Six months? Oh, I didn't know. Temporary. It, I'm really applying for a temporary permanent residency, which is a two-year long thing, which allows me to work and all of that and then at the end of the two years i will apply to get rid of the temporary part of that um and then i will be like it'll be a permanent resident which i'll have to renew i think every 10 years um which i kind of just found out because um tom and i went to visit his his cousin yesterday and she went through the the exact same thing um she kind of we kind of talked about it a little bit but it's just silly that they like you're able to move here and live here, but you're not able to work for another six months. You think they like want you to like contribute to society in some form or fashion. That's right. Yeah. Like yeah. how are you holding up? Um, it's good. Um, I, um, yeah, I go to the gym every day. Uh, I babysit for, um, a, a couple that we were good friends with. I babysit their little, um, their little boy, uh, once in a while. So nice. It's it's fun. It like it's it, it is hard. I think um, this like Tom coming down it kind of came down at the perfect time because I was like not down, but not necessarily down, but like just restless. Yeah, like restless, like a little bit lethargic. Mm. That it's like I'm like I'm ready. I'm ready to like work and contribute and like get in a rhythm, like stuff like that. Um, and my parents are coming uh, in about a month, which will be really nice because um, I, I didn't get to come home at Christmas because I can't leave the U.S. Uh, until this other part of the visa is done. So um, it'll be nice to see them. And yeah, so it's it's a process, but um, it sounds like, a... like it's worth it. Yeah, it's worth it. Worth it for love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so sweet. Congratulations, you guys. Thanks. Thank you. Um, Texas, Elliot. Yeah. It's fucking 
Everything is bigger in Texas. I know that everyone says that and it's a joke, but holy shit. <laughs> like, give me some examples, some anecdote corners. Like, the gay bars here are fucking massive. Like, Toronto, we're all stacked on top of each other like fucking clowns in a car. Seriously. And now there's, like, these places are so, like, grand and massive. And there's, like, a dance floor and a patio and seating area and a show. And, like, all these things are happening all at once. And, like, all along the street. And it's just... It's amazing. There's space for it. There's no there's no space for it in Toronto. So that's the difference, I think. The downside to that in Austin is that you really can't fucking walk anywhere. What do you mean? Well, because everything's so sp- spread out and huge. Right, right, that, like, right. You have to drive even, you know, to get to, like, the grocery store that's two, three blocks away. Do they have Uber? Yeah. And Lyft? And Lyft. And yeah. Lyft. That and, like, four other ones that we don't know the names of. <laughs> Um, there's a plethora and there's so much like bu- fucking barbecue here it's amazing Ooh. You, you would hate it there's a there's a chance I'll be in Texas oh, yeah. doing a research project so I should check this out for myself yeah we drove by um, a, a fucking barbecue restaurant called Bone Daddy's yesterday absolutely not <laughs> absolutely and not and I laughed for about half an hour I want to speak to the general manager <laughs> so, <laughs> that like, or a choir. Do you know much about country music? <laughs> Are you kidding? Like, it's so brutal. <laughs> I cannot stand it. In the car, like, it's just, every song is like, and I love God and I drink beer and my wife left me alone. <laughs> I got on my jeans and I got my truck. It's like just so like it's hilarious. My favorite class of country music is the one where they like personify their tractors and like their horses and stuff and like sing love songs to their things. <laughs> There's so many of those. I don't understand. And on the country station at 12.05 every day they play the national anthem oh, and we just happened to be God. in the car Tom and I at 12.05 <laughs> Tom was like what the fuck is this and it's so long like it's so long and then they had like a, a like an epilogue to it where they played like I'll be working on the railroad like American bandstand style <laughs> what the fuck like it's so weird like it's so funny the differences between Canada and the U.S. because the nationalism here is so real. Mm. Like it's just like you know, AmeriCorps die. Like I think the catchphrase to Texas is "Don't mess with Texas." No. Yeah. Oh my god. It's just so like hardcore and intense, and in like a really sort of oppressively scary <laughs> way. <laughs> That's yeah. fucked. Um, Matt, I have a question for you. Since you grew up as a cowboy. Do you know how to like like wrangle a herd of like cattle? <laughs> I do not. No. No. I feel like people have this idea of like all Texans like okay, good. Bring ride it up, horses bring it up. and own guns and turtle cattle. So you're here to tell us that this is not true. This is not the case. My mind well, is I'm open. disappointed, frankly. Yeah, me too. But we do all two-step and go to Honky Tonks. So I was telling them about a bar in Dallas called Roundup, and it's literally a gay two-stepping uh, bar where guys come in on the dance floor in, like, cowboy boots and jeans and a button-down and literally two-step. So erect. Me too. <laughs> well, 
Like, speaking of Cowboys, like, Tom did prolapse at the Go-Go Boy Cowboy last oh. night. <laughs> Ooh, what two wonderful words. it would have been inside him. <laughs> <laughs> this is not untrue. I need photos, or it didn't happen. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. I guess, like, um, one of the bars is pretty similar because it had a strip-off on Thursday night instead of a best-ass contest in Toronto, but... It had a strip off, and it was very fascinating. Did you enter it? Oh God, no, 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 no! <laughs> feel like you Thank could. God, <laughs> I might have. I don't remember. <laughs> Your clothes are still just there. Crawling on the floor. <laughs> that is a classic Tom move. <laughs> but I'm wondering how um, American nationalism stacks up against Canadian nationalism because I know, like, we're. I mean, Derek and I are very like raw raw canada here is it, but it's it doesn't seem like the same thing to me but what do you think about it i, I definitely don't think canada has a national like that level of nationalism that u.s has no yeah. way or it's a different love it's a different sort of um energy oh well, the thing i think is like it's almost like canadians need a reason to be raw rock yeah. yeah like we come together over the olympics we come together uh like over like hockey in the olympics like everyone watches it or when the blue jays are in the like in the playoffs like canada comes together like, and like raw, tim horton's like <laughs> yeah but like i think americans are just like we they, like a lot of them just love this country so much and like and i think that kind of comes back to like the amendments and all of that like Mm -hmm. they love the country they love the history like no we can't change those amendments like like they were our forefathers like wrote like you know like so some people are just so it's so ingrained in them yeah and like like it's just different especially in the south i feel that's the case like as you go more up north it's not but like especially in texas like when you talk about like nationalism like texans love their state even more than their country and like right um i think you see that kind of attitude and culture more so here um yeah i would agree with that. don't mess with texas right yeah like i think that's yeah 100 percent. yeah that makes and sense i've been i've been to like other like i've been to like alabama and i would say texas is is, is definitely different than alabama but yeah. is texas your favorite place you've been in the states uh like, I, I love Austin. Right. <laughs> but I think if I had to choose anywhere to live in the United States, I'd probably pick San Diego because I love the weather and it's beautiful, like, every day. <laughs> so. Um, oh, I'm jealous right now. It's really warm here. How warm? I don't know. It's like 24? Probably 24. Give it to me in Fahrenheit. Uh, 72. What does that mean? That's stupid. No, 72. I don't know. What? Sorry? I said Fahrenheit's stupid. I just wanted you to tell me it so I could be mad at it. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Join the rest of the world, you and two other countries. I know. Actually, it was funny because we were driving. We had we were in an Uber or Lyft. I don't know. What were we in last night? Um, going to the gay bar last night, we were talking about kilometers and miles. And the, the driver was like, in my country, it is kilometers. <laughs> and so I said, in my country, it is too. <laughs> yeah, every other fucking country except for two, like literally, I think. <laughs> Shit. I think you're talking about um, the metric system. Yes. But also Fahrenheit. 
Right. Right. I don't right. Know. I don't know. Is that part of that? Do we even have to? No. Does anybody even care? Nope. Okay, well, um, I want a silver lining from you guys. Yeah, great idea. I didn't think of one. Do you want to go first? You, you can think of one? No, I, I didn't, I'll, so... I'll go first. Okay, Derek has one. Because, well, I have, like, a, I have like two. Yay. Okay. Like they, might, they might be, like, so obvious, but I'm going to do it. Are you there? Yeah, do it. Oh. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, well, Tom being here is definitely a silver lining for me uh, right now. Um, I'd like... Like, and to be honest, like, Tom and I were friends for three years before I moved here. Um, but, like, we became really close friends really fast. And, like, I know the ins and outs of, like, all the boys he slept with. Like, almost the inside and the outsides of him. So, like, <laughs> like, like I don't know. Like, we had, we had such a great connection. And it was really hard to, like, leave Toronto and, like, leave some of the, the people that I've met, like, um, and like my best friends in Toronto, um, so like for, for him to come down here and visit is, has been amazing. And like I can't wait for him to come back in the summer when he can frolic in the lake um, in his speedo. But um, but yeah, that's definitely one. Um, and then the other one I think is the the, the gay flight football league that's starting tomorrow. Yay! Um, I think it, yeah, just because it like it, it's. I've met people um, mainly through like Matt's work, who he works with, and like the football guys. But I'm excited to like broaden that and meet a whole bunch of new people, like from different walks of life, and learn like learn more about them. And because um, I think it's really important to like what you guys do, like stories from different people from different backgrounds, and um, it makes you a, a smarter human in society. I think um, so. I'm excited for that. I love it. Those are yeah. so good. You can't say the same one. Well, that is the same one. But <laughs> you can say it everyone. To that point, I feel like because things are so spread out and you have to drive everywhere, it's not like living in New York or Toronto where like you're more connected to your your, your gay community. Um, so I and I I feel like there's only so much substantial like conversation that can take place at rain on a Saturday night. So to have these like like these sports leagues is going to be huge. Um, and I've been wanting that for so long since moving back from new york um and i'm excited to, to have that fuck yeah good That's for awesome. you guys i'm excited to hear Tom, okay what's... elliot here's mine ready yeah um derek and i went to go see black panther the other day oh i can't wait it is fucking incredible oh my god it is so good everything about it is amazing like the acting, the music is phenomenal. Like the story is so well done, and there's so much like there's so much political imp- implication surrounding it, and it just like is it's a stellar movie, and I think everyone should go see it immediately. Will you go again with me? Absolutely. I uh, I saw this meme, and it's like white people are saying right now that black people are being so extra over Wakanda, but as soon as a black person tells them Hogwarts isn't real, they freak out, and it's so fucking funny. <laughs> that's hilarious it obviously isn't like everyone in that movie like I need to sleep with too they're so hot (laughs) everybody like Michael B. Jordan I just yeah Pearl Lessing just keeps coming into my mind with you yeah I don't know (laughs) yeah I just I can't can't believe it anyway 
You're the king of prolapse. No, I'm not the king of prolapse. It's too late, Tom. The ball's rolling. Oh, uh, stop that ball. <laughs> In your prolapse staff. Uh, mine is Jesse took me to a Gabrielle Applin concert two days ago, and it was so wonderful, and it was this, like, little intimate space it was at the velvet underground and like there wasn't a bad place in the whole bar and we just had such a nice night and she's like a she's a vocalist from bath uh uk yeah it was that's pretty basic but it was pretty fun you're so basic and fun yeah i'm all of those things that's great well thank you guys so much for calling in i'm sorry to interrupt your vacay no no it was really it was kind of special and nice to do this I hope the listeners agree. I hope 100%. so too. If you don't, tell us. <laughs> no, <laughs> Angrily. And Matt and Derek. I think, guys, I, I think you guys are doing great um, with the podcast. And I know you guys like are like, you always joke about like no one's listening, but more people than you think are probably listening. And I think you guys are doing like a service to people that are like, don't know a lot of these things that you guys talk about. And like, you like make people think more than anything, which so I think that's really valuable. So. That's Keep so sweet. What do you want from me? What? <laughs> Why are you trying to butter me up? <laughs> Don't lie. I already ate breakfast. I'm good. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming on. Honestly, it means so much. Yeah. It was so yeah. great to hear from you. Hopefully we can do this again if this call thing worked out well. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, true. True indeed. Uh, so without further ado, I uh, guess everyone, you know that you can email us at doyouqueerwouldiequeer at gmail.com. You can Insta us at Dickwick, Facebook us at doyouqueerwouldiequeer, Patreon, Twitter, the whole shebang. Um, let us know what's up. Tell us the about your day. Caboodle. The whole All the clicks and clots. All of those clicks and those clots. <laughs> it's iconic. And yeah. Um, Thomas, any remarks? <laughs> you covered everything and I'm so proud of you as usual. I heard a lot of whispering. Oh, I'm just saying like it's hard not looking at you I because I can't take like facial cues. <laughs> so we keep we t- we're talking over each other a little bit and it's oh, but whatever. And Good I'm thing also, that we usually do this together. I'm also holding up a phone across a table to two microphones while leaning into another microphone with headphones <laughs> on. So I'm sorry if I've like steamrolled over anyone. I'm just like there's a lot no, going you did on. It, you did it. Okay. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Let's cut all this or leave it. I think we're gonna leave it. Jesse, do whatever you want. Jesse, it's your world. You go, girl. Okay. 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 Um, yeah. See you next Tuesday. See you. See you next Tuesday back in Canada. Yay. Okay. Safe trip. Have fun at the dance party today. Will do. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye.